That's what Clayton Safey does from the Wolverine.com. I've golfed with him at Tullymore. That guy from the first swing, he plays to win. Ballast plays to win. Skeen plays to win. Superfly Hayes plays to win. Clayton Safey is joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee. Guess I will get to Michigan now, having that beat Georgia moment at practices, and also Michigan's connection to round one of the NHL draft. Tonight, Paul Woods from the Wings Radio Network here in about 20 minutes. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. He's standing by. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well. Have you ever hurt yourself golfing where you had to continue just because you're a warrior and the other guys didn't respect it and they thought you were faking? Yeah, probably. Maybe you tweak something in the back or something like that. You got to keep going. You know, you get accused of sandbagging or that sort of thing, but just brush it off, man. No, they call me a scam artist. (laughs) (laughs) Even worse. Like when I stuck a shot five feet from the, uh, you know, 155-yard par three where I'm talking earlier right before the swing, I'm like, oh, my God, this this wrist is killing me. Look at the swelling, and I show it to him. And because I grip the club light and I finish at 1 o'clock, I go hit it five feet from the hole, and they go, you're hitting the golf ball better than we've ever seen you the last 10 years because of your hurt wrist. It's amazing, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's unbelievable. You're you're a future pro golfer. I think you're going to quit the Wolverine.com. I've heard you're going to tell Ballas you're joining uh, the mini tour down in Latin America. So congratulations, Clayton. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, trying to get there. You know, try to get past the twenty handicap. But <laughs> my handicap is the injuries I have to play with, and people doubted me on the golf course. And now Superfly saying I'm too intense around his friends. I. They're like, you You just want to win. You're like yelling at our team. We're supposed to be on a scramble together camaraderie, and you're just acting like a you know, a South American dictator. And I said, hey, I, I play to win, okay? I do. I'm, I'm watching this Valeni outing here. It's the Irish versus the Italians at Agaming, and they play to win. They're flying flags. They're, they're partying together. But you know what? When they're on the golf course, they're enemies. When they're off the golf course, they're all friends. Okay? I play to win everything. I do. I play my kids in video games. I play to win. I do, Clayton. You know that, right? You should. You should. Absolutely. All right. Speaking of winning, how about the story I mentioned here just before we brought you on from the Wolverine.com? I shared the tweet and the Facebook post that there's now a, a Beat Georgia how, how does that go? A, a segment, a moment during practices that I love this, that Harbaugh's raised the bar from just beating Ohio State or winning the Big Ten to now winning playoff games or the natty. Yeah, and they implemented uh, so their nine on seven drill, which is, you know, a typical run game drill between the tackles, you know, smash mouth football. They renamed that the beat Ohio drill two years ago. They haven't lost to Ohio State since, so. Who knows? Maybe it'll work. Um, you know, you got to get to play Georgia. Uh, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna beat Georgia, so a, a lot of uh, a lot of games to go between now and that opportunity. But Michigan's going right at them. You know, they understand that Georgia's the class of college football right now. They've kind of overtaken Alabama, at least for the time being. You know, Alabama could get that right back in, a, in an instant here this fall. But two straight national championships. They're the favorite to win a third straight. They'd be the first uh, three peat. 
team in college football since I think Minnesota in the 1930s. So it would be an incredible accomplishment. So Georgia is at the top right now, and Michigan's aiming towards that. Now you get the jokes, you know, should have the beat TCU drill. Completely fair. They shouldn't have lost that game. Uh, but at the same time, I think we all understand that Georgia's kind of on another level right now. Michigan's going to go right at them. I don't know exactly what that drill entails, um, you know, but I would imagine it's pretty intense because, you know, we continue to hear from these guys. They want to beat Ohio State again. They want to beat Penn State. They want to beat Michigan State to win the Big Ten. But they're still kind of looking back at the college football playoffs and realizing they want to make it even further this year. So that's been a big source of motivation. And personally, uh, I think it's a, it's a great idea. They're going right at it. They're attacking their goals head on. And as Jim Harbaugh said in the past, if your goals aren't uh, people aren't laughing at you for your goals, then you haven't set them high enough. And there's some people laughing on social media, so maybe they're right on track. Well, what are you laughing at? They're going to be, uh, you know, they have uh, outside of Williams at USC, the best quarterback yeah. returning in the country in JJ, and they have a better defense and a more complete team uh, than USC does. So that's not hyperbole, but I think there's just a lot of Michigan haters. Even I was talking to people here at Agaming where I'm like, look, I, I think Michigan State's going to struggle to be a 500 team. Michigan's in the national championship hunt. That's not playing favorites. It's the truth right now. No. It is. It's reality, yeah. And look at you know the Vegas odds and everything else. I mean, Michigan's right there as the Big Ten uh, favorite. You know, They'll probably be picked there in the, the preseason poll by the media, which, by the way, doesn't have a great track record, so I'm not sure they want to be there, but... Uh, you know, they'll be right up there, top three, top four, every preseason magazine you see. Uh, you know, Michigan State, obviously, you know, struggling right now and trying to get back on track and make a bowl game. But, uh, you know, and there are plenty of schools in, in both of those boats. But Michigan right now, with what they have coming back, should be aiming for something like this. Um, and as, as we saw, you know, two years ago, when Jim Harbaugh took the stage at Big Ten Media Day and said, we're going to beat Ohio State or die trying. Of course, he had some haters come after him then as well. Um, but at the same time, if you're good enough to beat Ohio State, you're probably good enough to beat everybody else on your schedule. And we saw that last season outside of the, the college football playoff game. So if you're good, good enough to beat Georgia, not that naming a drill makes you, you know, good enough, but trying to attack that uh, you know, can certainly help. If you're good enough to beat them, then you're probably good enough to beat anybody else. So it's, I think it's the right way to approach it. Well, think about how close Ohio State was to beating Georgia in that other semifinal. I mean, and they—they they, if they make that field goal, they—I yeah. I bet my life on it. They go drill uh, TCU or at least win that uh, game in their national champ. So I, I don't think Georgia's a world beater. You know, Bryce Young has gone from Alabama. I'm looking at you know Texas. I'm going down the list. Clemson, the the usual. Uh, teams that are there in the national title hunt, the Oklahomas. I know USC with Lincoln Riley now has emerged as all of a sudden this instant national uh, champion. I, I just like Michigan. I, I really do. I, I think they're going to run the table. I think they're going to win it all. That same focus they had to get by Ohio State back-to-back years, win back-to-back Big Ten titles. I think they're going to make it the trifecta, and I believe they're going to go undefeated. People are coming after me, Clayton, when I said uh, what is it, 15-0? and 0? Is that the final number if they win the Big Ten yeah. championship yeah, yep. in the two playoff games? Yep. So I said 15-0 and 0 for Michigan, 14-3 and 3 for the Lions, and if they get a home field advantage with 14-3, and 3, they're going to the Super Bowl. And I said 4-8 and 8 for Michigan State, and now I'm a, I'm a hater and I'm a Michigan homer. But if I say I like Izzo and the Spartans possibly to win it all in hoops, 
in the spring of 2024. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bill Bill isn't a hater. Right? Right. Right. I'm getting yeah, irritated, no, man. I don't know if it's the a smoke in the air or something. That's true. You're the only show that tells it how it is. That's, That's why I bring on Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. He's joining us. Clayton, I did share one of your tweets about the post-spring uh, depth chart, both sides of the mm-hmm. football for Michigan. What, what do you think, and from that story, what would be your biggest surprise or any Michigan fan who went and looked at the story at the Wolverine.com or Clayton Safey, S-A-Y-F-I-E, on Twitter and read that story here tonight? What would be their biggest surprise about that Michigan football post-spring depth charts? Yeah, it's a good question. We got the offense out today, defense tomorrow. But the offense, um, and we can talk about the defense too, but offensively what's interesting to me is this is an offensive line with just you know, such high expectations coming off of two straight Joe Moore awards. They got three starters back, and yet really both tackle spots are kind of up for grabs. They have a few guys contending there, uh, and they still need to solidify who's going to win those probably in fall camp. Wouldn't be totally shocked if they – brought those competitions into the season, maybe in the non-conference with how weak that non-conference schedule is. But Ladarius Henderson's a guy who we slotted in at left tackle as a starter, Arizona State transfer, but uh, he just joined the team this summer. I mean, he still has to do it. And frankly, he played mostly guard at Arizona State, so it's going to be a little bit of a transition. But there are some numbers there uh, at tackle. It's really crowded where uh, you feel like your second stringers could start uh, just about almost anywhere else in the Big Ten. So you have the depth, and I feel like you should feel confident in what's going to end up transpiring there. We just don't know what will end up transpiring. So that's something that we'll be watching during fall camp. Uh, and then defense as well, just kind of how the combinations shake out on the defensive line. They're about, it's kind of similar, about four or five guys at the edge rusher spot that could emerge. We just don't know which ones are going to be the ones that are in on a, an every down basis or if they'll go with more of a heavy rotation. So there are still some things with this team that doesn't have many question marks uh, to work out. And, uh, and, and those will be interesting to track. But uh, the scenarios you go through in your head of how things could play out, a lot of them are pretty favorable for Michigan. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line talking some Michigan football, also Michigan hockey uh, with round one of the NHL draft tonight. That program is back as a national power. Uh, your thoughts on what names could be called tonight and uh, who could be first round picks in the National Hockey League from Ann Arbor? Yeah, it's going to be the seventh straight year that Michigan, either an incoming recruit or a current player, gets drafted in the first round, which is absolutely absurd. They have the most first-round picks among any college in history, and they're on a ridiculous run right now. Uh, We'll see Adam Fantilli, Michigan's uh, freshman forward who just finished his freshman season, come off the board at number two. That's pretty much a consensus, so he'll go to the Anaheim Ducks. Um, and the interesting thing about Adam Fantilli, who won the Hobie Baker Award for the nation's top player in college hockey last season, is he's not decided yet on whether or not he's going to come back. So he's going to discuss with the team that takes him, and it looks like that'll be Anaheim at number two, uh, You know what they're going to do for his plan of development. And there's still a chance he could come back. And something that you and I talked about after Michigan was bouncing the Frozen Four there was it was just such a young team. And Quinnipiac, the team that beat him, was such a veteran team, a scrappy team. So if Michigan can get some guys back like Adam Fantilli, the best player in the country, uh, and he's a year older, I think that would bode 
really well. And then there's a good chance, too, that uh, Gavin Brindley, another forward, is going to go in this first round. You look at mock draft projections, he's in the 20s. A couple of them left him off the first round, so there's a chance he could go early second. Uh, but it looks like uh, the, the favorite, you know, if you're going to bet one way or the other, is that Michigan's going to have two first-rounders this uh, tonight here, and um, it'll be impressive again. They've, they've done a really good job producing NHL draft talent, and it looks like uh, Brandon Naredo, the new head coach who, who just got his interim tag um, off of him uh, at the end of last season, is going to continue that trend with the way he's recruiting and the way these guys are being developed. Clayton Savior from the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything Michigan hockey and more NHL draft round one tonight at the Wolverine.com. Clayton Safey on Twitter. Uh, it, well, what is it? Well, what's the Twitter handle again for you? We got CSAFE23, CSAYF23. Oh, that's, that's, a, that, that's easy and interesting. We'll just do an algebra test uh, right after <laughs> it, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's an easy this, you know if you write Clayton Safe he'll pop up do it on the search at yep. Twitter for the Wolverine.com does a great job my man I appreciate the conversation can't wait for football season man we're you know, nearing that two month mark uh, that would be great uh, we'll connect soon Clayton tell your family I said hello in Grand Rapids Will do, yeah, 66 days away. Who's counting? But thanks for having me. Nobody except Clayton Xavier at thewolverine.com. See you, buddy. That's it.